0: Dark Legions of Destruction, Huge Guns, and Massive Shoulder Pads. It can only be the diesel-charged sci-fi world of Mutant Chronicles. The publisher that brought you Octoon Cthulhu, Modiphius Entertainment unleashes the Dark Legion again with a third edition of the world-famous role-playing game with brand new content and cinematic rules. Look for Mutant Chronicles on Kickstarter or Modiphius.com and listen to the Modiphius Calling podcast for news and game details. Mutant Chronicles 3rd Edition. Starting now. Thank you for joining us. Welcome to the Carpe GM Gamecast, the flagship of the Carpe GM Digital Network. I think you used that one once.
1: I have, but it's it's, it's true. It, you you mix the metaphor. It's supposed to be the flagship of the Carpe GM Armada or whatever <laughs>
0: fleet, well, whatever yeah. it is. The flagship of the Carpe GM Digital Fleet. More like the
1: flagship,
0: <laughs> the lead model of the 2014 <laughs> year yeah, yeah.
1: model year, the Carpe GM Digital Network.
2: Ooh, um, is it uh, like? Lexus during Christmas where it has, like, a big red bow on it all the time? Yeah, and you can't get it off. December to remember. Like, (laughs) it actually takes the paint off. I'm Dan. I'm the Steve. I am the Brian. And I'm Big Mac.
0: All right. So, happy uh, 2014, guys. Yeah. This is the uh, first episode we've recorded this year. Or is it? It is. We're going to. I'm going to start the show off with a couple of announcements, and then we'll move on to uh, what's on our horizon.
1: Sometimes we record secret episodes and just don't let you hear them. Yeah,
3: they're just for.
0: What us. about
1: the, the episodes without you? Uh,
0: you mean I'm not sure
2: Tuesdays?
3: how that works. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we said
2: too much. <laughs> secret pod. Yeah,
3: secret pods. <laughs> we it's should do that. We here. should start a secret pod without Dan. That's and funny. then, like, put it out. And then, like, when he, like, he's like, oh, what is this? It's, it's, what is this This podcast be beating us in the ratings?
1: Like, he listens <laughs> to us and we're like, welcome to the Secret Pod. It's like it's, Stitcher it's Awards. The, it's the LARP AGM. <laughs> yeah, podcast. The, yeah. That's funny. It's us in our costumes locked in the room again.
0: <laughs> All right. Well, uh, we'll start with this. Um, first off, there's yet another new show on the network. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> we, we have uh, a new show called Geek Chic. Which is... Is this people we know, or is this like... It's, it's Eric from Metagamers Anonymous. His wife oh, okay. has started a podcast. Um, nice. With, um, with a co-host, and they discuss gaming, video gaming, and just random geek topics from the geek chick's point of view. Man, we're going to need bigger coattails. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we're, we're, uh, <laughs> so we're welcoming, welcoming them to the network. Welcome uh, again, Eric. Make sure to check the make sure it's, to check them out. You can find them on our mega feed hey, or Eric's on their wife. own at Geek Chic. You can find the links in the podcast. He's not on the show. It's all her.
3: Oh, he's he's not on the show. No, it's just his wife. Oh, welcome, Eric's wife. <laughs> her name's Jonica. Welcome, What Jonica. Jonica. Am I saying that right? Shaniqua <laughs> Roxane.
1: It's bent. It's chev Shev- chevron Chevy Chase. I Chevy Chevy think, Chase.
0: I think welcome, I'm it Welcome, right. Chevy Chase. It's, is he here? <laughs> <laughs> no, he's dead. <laughs> yeah. All right, so uh, check, out Geek, uh, check out Geek Chic. Geek um, Chic also. Geek, what's her name again? <laughs> check out Chic Chic. Yeah. It's our new show. Jonica. Yeah. Well, we just talked about... Jonica.
2: We talked about, talk about the Iron Johnica, Sheik. Johnica, Johnica.
0: And you may have noticed if you've been paying attention, kind of loosen the reins a little bit on the censorship of the podcast. You mean... Brian doesn't have to wear that Hannibal muzzle anymore.
2: <laughs> <laughs> so now we're like, I don't know what that was. We're like, like PG thirteen. We're like network primetime. Well, maybe yeah. Oh. We can say ass. No 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 no
1: no. We're we're cable. Full cable now. The, the can we I... say
2: can we say one f bomb as long as it's not a uh, verb at PG thirteen? Possibly. Can we show PG-13? one set of
0: tits? <laughs> yeah. Side boob. Two thirds of an ass is legal. The uh, the idea is You um, need to start doing a visual aid. I want to make sure that I can listen comfortably to our podcast while taking my fourteen year old daughter to and from school, or something like that. I, w- I need to not be uncomfortable with that. So that's, <laughs>
4: that's the idea. That's Let's the just idea. Try to push the boundary
3: every week.
1: You, you already like, do. Like that's. Can that's, we that's, create a podcast that's just
3: teaching your daughter things? <laughs> yeah,
0: that's funny. This week. <laughs> <laughs> All right, that's getting cut. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, so those of you who have noticed that, the podcast is still not marked as explicit, but I do let a few things fly that uh, I wasn't before. Um, so I guess as she gets older, we're going to get more vulgar.
2: Okay, so uh,
0: let's, uh, let's go on ahead and take a quick break. Sometimes I can't escape these holes I <laughs> dig. <laughs> you and Dan have this
3: like... Stuck in the 1920s jokes. <laughs> 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 I say good sad, I was a good one. Like, <laughs> I watch know, a I lot heard. of Marx Brothers.
2: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the rim job. Yeah. <laughs> is, is that like when you're
1: cleaning your hubcaps? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs>
3: this dusty old tome. <laughs> so uh, let's take a quick know. break. We'll come back with What's on our Horizon. I feel on my
4: side. Lies on the chin For some odd reason I assumed you Fight back All on your own
0: Alright, we're back Uh, Steve What have you been up to? Uh, I have Have you been- cleared all those charges? <laughs>
2: yeah
1: <laughs> No, no more warrants. What' did it cost you?
2: Uh, how are you doing it bribe time? money not included uh well, let's see here. uh this kind of goes into like the next section of the show, but I've been uh going back. you know how a long time ago, like when we first started the show, I talked about Mouse guard, yeah. Uh, I like actually took that out and started looking at it again today to like try and start playing it yeah. as opposed to like having it be like a brick of stuff in right. my closet <laughs> that doesn't get used. Uh, other than that, let's see. I uh, have you actually like made characters and I did a long time ago. Like I studied up on it, but I it just I totally forgot like everything about it. Basically, okay. so, I kind of uh,
3: am doing the same thing right now. Yeah. I busted out all the Scion books. Never played. Oh, yeah. I never played oh, that damn game. Oh
2: god,
0: I heard a lot of good things about
2: Scion. Also, I got I got a bunch of uh, Amazon credit, and I've just been like, because when you go when you get Amazon credit, you like it automatically takes it out of your like credit balance, so it's like free money. You can go crazy, pretty nice. much. And uh, I was looking at old like second edition modules and stuff. Yeah, I know it's risky to get into that, well, but
0: don't don't buy them <laughs> from Amazon. Well, I mean, are you looking to buy physical copies? Right. Okay. I was going to say because they sell PDFs on DriveThruRPG now. Have- oh,
1: I'm never buying anything from Amazon again. I haven't What? I got caught up in the Christmas bit where I paid for next-day shipping and UPS just didn't deliver. And I never got a refund or anything. Well, oh, that's my UPS. family. My family I know it is, but Amazon needs to give me a refund. Yeah. Amazon can take it up with UPS. I'm ne- I I swear to god, I sent off my angry emails and everything. <laughs> <laughs> I went on. Well, well, like no, I didn't. I didn't get day, my sister's you. present, and the next day after Christmas, we went on vacation. I got back a week later, and she didn't stay in town. She went immediately back to Nashville, so I had to pay to ship it again.
2: Wow! But anyway, um, I was looking at a few of the old modules. One of them that stood out was one called. I think it was called uh, Caverns or Caves of Under Mountain. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And the was Black Cloak, man.
0: Yeah. And it, oh, it's yeah. apparently
2: this huge dungeon crawl in a box that goes on if forever. You would
0: like there's there's several Under Mountain adventures. Yes. There's right. a bunch of them.
3: If you would like Temple of Elemental Evil, I have a copy.
2: Oh,
0: yeah. yeah.
3: Nice.
2: Just been looking at stuff like that, just like old modules. And, uh, you should go through all my stuff. You have tons of that just, stuff. Yeah. Digging up, like, basically, I've been uh, digging up old games and stuff that I have had for a long time and haven't really used or been using at all. And stuff that's just been kind of chilling there that I got a long time ago that I just kind of went through, you know, a little bit when I first got it back then. But it's kind of been like the past few weeks over the whole, like, you know, holiday hiatus that everybody kind of gets into for their regular, like, day to day thing. I've been getting back into that stuff and going through old crap for. RPGs and just gaming and stuff like that. In general.
1: Cool. What's trippy for me sometimes is back at my parents' house, I have a bunch of old copies of Inquest Magazine, which is kind of how I, like pre-internet, it's kind of how I got my start in gaming. And they have all, like, I was reading it for, like, magic and stuff, but I was getting exposed to a lot of other games and stuff, and I, I know a lot about games I've never played from that stuff. And I started role-playing way later than that. Like, I was reading okay. these things in grade school, and I didn't start role-playing until high school, and... Like they've got all kinds of old like I in there I have an, a, a complete like room by room breakdown of a haunted like mansions thing that they put out. They used to do campaign settings and plot hooks, and uh, they used to run
0: campaigns. Yeah, you got a big uh, chunk of of dungeon and dragon yeah. magazines. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I uh, I that stuff's trippy to go back and read.
2: Yeah, I played. Yeah. Uh, I used to play rifts like a long time ago, and back when they were still putting stuff out, they put wow. out they put out a quarterly book called rifter and it was all just like their normal like unplay-tested, black and white (laughs) print quarterly thing and i have a few of those that i was looking through and i was just going like man they didn't play (laughs) test at all (laughs) what happened but inquest like us was always trying to be funny and it
1: I, I can't tell you how many times it was like, so we tried doing this campaign and then somebody decided to make something kind of techno-y and then we just turned it into a Spelljammer campaign. Like, <laughs> yeah. and so many uh, things in that It's pretty cool way. to like the, go back squid and read old... Ship and and it turns out we were actually gerbils. a Netrunner the whole time. That's like, funny. It's
3: pretty cool to go back and read like old books and stuff like that and like yeah. either A for nostalgia or B, just be like, wow, look how much better things are today. <laughs> like, I know. Like, like, the whole, the
2: whole like, time I was looking at that, those modules, I was in the back of my mind, I was like, but it's second edition. But it's second. <laughs> yeah, yeah.
4: You know, the,
0: the thing is that the old school revolution has has really been picking up steam lately, and you got you've got stuff like uh, castles and crusades, and right. Uh, I mean, it's, Goodman Games has been putting out a lot of stuff. It's uh, hard
1: to get the corny level of IP that you had in the '90s. No, though. they're like,
0: they're 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 pegging it pretty well. It's uh,
1: it, when a Babylon Five RPG comes out, I will I will finally announce the '90s have returned. It
0: might like, be there. You
3: might, other than you that, might want to Google. That I need a Buffy RPG that. then.
0: That's already yeah. been done. I know, but need to
3: revamp. Yeah, we need to revamp. There
1: was a Battle ah. 5 RPG and a card game.
2: Ah. There were, like, three Star Trek um, card games. There were, like, seven Star Wars card games. Other than that, I, I got to try, I want to say, a few new games or, like, sample a few RPGs kind of a few weeks ago. One of them was uh, our friend Jason, who Brian and I play with, like, on our regular game group all the time, had a quick start that he found of... Uh, paranoid or paranoia oh, paranoia, yes. yeah. paranoia. it was paranoia it, which is basically like 12 monkeys and yeah. like brazil yeah. and all those like yep quirky movies like it sounds horrifying put in one game where everybody the premise of the game is everything in the future every, it's like a dystopian future everything is run by this supercomputer called friend computer who is basically <laughs> like a god to everyone and it's all um, everyone's coded out in, like, the cast system and stuff like that, and you indicate, like, where you belong in society by, like, the color of a uh, boiler suit you wear. So there's, <laughs> like, yellow, red, green, all these different colors. And it's assumed that every time your character dies, you have an infinite amount of clones, basically, and your memories go through friend computer and get instantly transmitted into your next clone, and your clone gets, like, Tube teleported <laughs> into whatever situation you're in, so it's. it's you supposed just to be, can't ever die. I mean, you can. It's supposed to be like a total comedy uh, game, okay. but it, it was pretty fun. And then I tried the uh, newest Shadow Run, which was okay. I mean, I've never really been big on Shadow yeah, Run. I've say, heard people who've been play, trying to make that one good. Did yeah. you play
0: old versions of Shadow Run? Because.
2: No, I've just never really been keen on Shadowrun and it's the, just like its tropes and kind of premises really is it
0: the 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 magic and technology and fantasy and all that stuff all smashed together is that the problem or
2: Uh basically or it just, yeah it's it's hard for me to like uh Well you don't like Johnny Mnemonic? It's <laughs> it's hard for me to that. like to understand the flow of uh
1: to, 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 The, the game. Shadowruns
3: like something that like super uber nerds have been into like for tons of years and if you're trying yeah. to be like uh, this looks kind of cool and then
0: everyone's like I don't give a
3: crap about what you're saying to me
2: also the if it was brand new I'd probably enjoy it
0: well there's a new edition just came out I guess probably six seven months ago too many nerds
2: yeah that was the one we tried it was another like quick start for it
0: it looks pretty good but yeah
2: I kind of did those and the last thing is I found out I was talking to somebody over the holidays about this thing called Artemis that okay. is relatively new from what i understand uh but it's basically a like an enhanced or i guess you can say kind of augmented reality way to approach uh tabletop if you want to call it tabletop uh role playing but what it is is it's a, a starship bridge simulator neat and basically how to play it is everyone involved has to have a laptop
0: we thought
3: of
2: this
0: idea yeah i was working on that for a while and it's it's generic so
2: it's not like star trek or star wars they can't use any they can't use any licenses or anything but basically everyone has to have a laptop and there's the commander who can you can either use like a central monitor or you put it up on like a tv or something like a flat screen whatever you have and everyone else it, they have a job to where there's like the weapons specialist, there's the navigator, and all this. This is some and bullshit. <laughs> basically, what it does is it simulates. It's basically like the uh, the what's the test in Star Trek, the Maru uh, Kobayashi Maru. Kobayashi Maru. It like simulates uh, like combat and it simulates different uh, catastrophes and stuff in space. Right. And everybody has to like use their on like through their terminal laptop. Whatever. Is it graphically animated or is it just text? Um, it depends on like what role you take, but the central, like the commander's monitor shows... Um, like everything that's going on, he could switch between it, like everyone's station. Basically. It's a little
0: bit different than what Brian
2: and I were talking about doing. But that's, I, this sounds
1: awesome. Though. It does yeah. sound awesome.
2: Essentially, what it, I, I've watched a few YouTube videos of. It. Essentially, what what happens is the commander will be like, "Okay, let's go check out that place," and the navigator will be like, "Yeah, I'll do it," and you know, messes around on his computer, or whatever, and puts the ship on course to wherever he wants to go. And then if you run into bad guys or whatever, then the other people got to jump in. There's, there are people whose job it is to, like, keep the shields up and, like, right. monitor the engines and all that stuff. But it it looked really fun because even if you're not into Star Trek or anything, you could still just act like it's like... I want to do that really badly. Uh, this is Blablon 5.
0: Blablon <laughs> What Brian and I were talking about was uh, more on the... Like the Voltron, right? More on the line of, uh, like, Google Plus Gaming has become... Yeah. No, like, <laughs> has become pretty prevalent. You. You, you can play a lot of you can play a lot of games on Google Plus and whatnot now with the uh, with the virtual tabletop and whatnot there. And what Brian and I were talking about doing was creating a game that was tailored to the use of you sitting at a station in your you know your computer and having a game that's tailored to that experience. And the first thing that came to mind was the bridge of a starship, yeah, next thing that came to mind were the individual lions of something, say like Voltron, yeah. and the individual you know pieces of yeah. that composite beast that becomes uh, your your mega creature or whatever and uh, we worked on that for just a little while. We didn't spend a whole lot of time on it, so when you started talking about this, which I actually haven't heard of uh brian and i locked eyes like oh you gotta be kidding me yeah, we totally yeah. had this idea like a year ago <laughs> yeah
2: the the videos and like demos and stuff i saw of it were uh they looked pretty awesome yeah so, i'll definitely be checking that out
3: yeah it's called athena right artemis artemis yeah it's
0: like
2: <laughs> i'm pretty sure it's like you know just third party and you know like i said they got to make it kind of generic because they don't they don't actually have any licenses for it but you can take it in act like it's star trek or well, act like it's star wars yeah you know, whatever
0: all right, Brian, what have you been up
3: to? I've been playing a lot of Magic.
0: Magic. <laughs> um, All right. Uh, any reason particular you got back on that horse? Um, the Cube. The Cube, no. I mean, that's not really why. Um, What's the name of your Cube? Cuba Gooden Jr.
3: 2.0. <laughs> um, well, it's in progress. It was right. originally Cuba Gooden Jr. Now it's Cuba Gooden Jr. 2.0 under construction. Because we're redoing it, Electric Boogaloo. Yes. Um, <laughs> anyway, um, I have a friend who comes into town every once in a while, and uh, when he does, it's all, I always hit the magic really hard with him because that's like what he really likes to do, and I always have a lot of fun playing magic with him. But um, I knew he was coming into town, and then another one of my friends just got back from school, and he's done for good, and he's just here all the time, and he was just like un- has like unlimited money. And he's like, what do we do? What do you want to do? And I'm like, You want to play some magic? He's like, sure. And then he'll just be like, let's go buy a box of magic cards and just like sealed all day. And we're like, I'm like, okay. So we did that. One
1: V one sealed. Yeah.
3: Wow. We I mean it was fun, but we ended up doing that like three or four times. And I'm like, We have a lot of cards. And my other buddy's coming back in town and he's been working on a standard deck.
1: Could name the Crouton.
3: Let's play standard. I'm like let's let's think about getting into like competitive standard magic for the first time. Cause I've always been into it, but never really tried playing it competitively. Right. Like here or there, I've dabbled in it and stuff like that, but never really getting into it. So I've spent hours <laughs> of researching. Watching every competitive game online, reading articles, listening to reviews. Do you do you flesh it out and play it out online and try it out? I do you? it physically most of the time. Hmm. Um, I built. I've sp- I've got three standard decks now, and my buddy who came back, Errol's got one, and we've been hitting the tournaments. Uh, last week, we went to two, th- three. I went to three tournaments last week. And I went to one tournament a week before that. And uh, the first one I went to, I took s- uh, third with a deck that I like was the first deck I was really working on. And it was like, eh, okay. And then last week, I had finally finished my like deck I'd been working on the whole time and really wanted to play. I love it, and I've been blowing people out of the water. I took first place at Slackers on th- last Thursday. I went up and played limited and took second place. The other day at heroic and then at heroic again on Saturday, I took second place in a 24 man
0: standard tournament. Nice. lost one game with the, with, and I'm going back this So week. with that type of thing, when you lose, you go back, you refine the deck or do you just <clears throat> no, chalk it up to you did, though. a bad I did, draw? I
3: did do that. Like the day after I left la- uh, uh, or after it was over, I called Mac. I'm like, Mac, I need help. And I came <laughs> over here and we talked about it. Um, but the one thing I'm really excited about it is, you know, it's, the format is really fun right now. Cool, um, and a new set comes out this month or next month, and that's going to change stuff a little bit. But um, the one thing I'm really excited about is probably this week and the next couple weeks. A lot of the standard decks are all um, cut, copy paste off of. Oh well, this top eight and in Star City Open, and like all of right. them are like copies of just like the best decks available, right? I've just recently got my third deck built which is all me. Like nice. I just like brainstormed it and I've been playtesting the crap out of it and it is really good. Nice. So I'm going to be bringing it this week there's three tournaments I'm going to be going bringing that deck all three times and just playtesting it against other people and seeing how it's doing. But if so like the real like like achievement sticker is like of like doing well in magic if you can come up with a deck that If you tech, were, if you made that, the deck. Yeah, that like really it ends up being pretty good, put your
1: name on it, yeah, nice, so uh, that's so competitive what I mean really. magic for you,
3: yeah, yeah,
0: yeah, it's the first time, and big thing at the end of February, there's a star city qualifier that was going to be my next question is because by magic magic by nature, magic the gathering, the game is competitive. So I was wondering how far up the ladder you're going to go. Like, when are you going to buy into something, or do you have to qualify in? Or you have to qualify in. Um, there's a Star City qualifier in Collinsville at the end of
3: February, and I'm really going to try to top eight it and try to get an invitation into one of the other places. Nice.
1: And Star City isn't even the official pro tour.
3: It's got more players than the pro tour, though. So like, it's considered like the Geez, premier. Into <laughs> uh thing uh so i don't know i'm really going to try to do the star city thing and get into it and but the real problem is is a new set is going to drop right like right like a week or two before the star city thing right if that set is legal during the star city like game it's going to be the busiest week of your life yes right because like I'm gonna have to like be ready with all the brand new cards and all the brand new deck techs and everything like that. Just seeing it all played out, and you're gonna have to have done it, on your own. it
1: Yes, nice. No, nobody will write articles until that tournament happens. Exactly. All right, Mac. How about you? Uh, it's w- weirdly serendipitous that uh, Brian over there called me up and to come over. and Go, hey, I need to talk about how to be competitive and how to think about like you know how to be number one instead of number two. Right. Because I have been. Uh, over the winter break, me and everybody in the War Machine group up at our local gaming store have been off, so we've just been playing all the time. We're we're not bound to our regular Thursday night, you know. It's people right. like for the last few weeks, it's just somebody calls somebody and they end up at the store together. We've randomly had two pairings up there at the same time who didn't know either of them were doing it, and it's just everybody's getting games in whenever they can. Really neat. Um, but it's had me thinking a lot because also here in December they had their biggest tournament of the year, which is which is local. It's in St. Louis. I watched a bunch of that and saw a bunch of the fallout since then. I've been active on the forums because I'm trying to build up my own professional play experience. And when I started to realize, and I think I'm going to write more about this, hopefully for the website. Uh, yeah. Kind of a case study, but uh, there's a lot of uh, weird inconsistencies in the War Machine and Hordes, like uh, international playgroup, like everything's local meta games. No, there aren't a whole lot of traveling players. There there are a lot of traveling players. There aren't a lot of teams really. There t- you could count. T- you could name ten guys, and you would name everybody who's in the top five of all tournaments in the world, like or, okay. or at least in the United States. You name five more people, and you've got England. You know. Hmm. Um, it's weird though because the game's been out for I don't know how many years. It's been out in its current edition for a bunch of years, right? But only this year did they start a judge program. Only this year did they did, did a, a third party website pop up that's doing event coverage and like list reporting and and stuff. It has all the tri- – there's enough players. There's enough tournaments. Well, this
0: probably coincides with last year, them moving to a lot of plastic figurines and lowering the barrier of entry.
1: And even that has just been trickling out. Oh, yeah? Like they didn't – it's not like the gates flew open or anything. Hmm. Like the release schedule's still a little weird. Uh, I, I, I don't know. I think th- – so I have been talking to the guys at my game store about – some some of them I haven't worked everybody in yet. About that, you know, I've played competitive games before and I've played them on teams. And normally the way that we play this game now is we go up there and we try to beat each other. and We go home and we think about how to beat the same guys next week. Right. We don't think about anything bigger than that. You know, some of the guys listen to podcasts and stuff, but it's all just to supplement their own list things. Most people don't think outside of their own faction and we're not like... What you should do in playtest if you're playtesting was identify if you've made a mistake. Once you've made a mistake, scrub the game and start over again so that you're not repeating your mistakes. Like Try to play the perfect games and then figure out what actual strengths and weaknesses are because if you're making mistakes, you can't actually judge if something's good or not. So I'm trying to change these guys' outlook on what we do here and our behaviors and what our goals are and try to coordinate a little. And I do not... I am not the closest guy to an expert in this. A friend of ours is. And I can't... I'm having trouble dragging him in because... He's been playing another game for a little while because they told him that uh, uh, the, the 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 company that makes Privateer Press, the company that makes War Machine, has been saying for a year now that they're going to change his portion, his faction, his portion of the game an awful lot. And they haven't said how. Right. And they've said that it's going to be an improvement. So he hasn't even wanted to play for like a year because he doesn't know he's, he's just be been waiting with. for the change. Right. It's like, whatever I have now isn't as good as what I'm going to have in the future. I should just wait for that, and I can't even
0: think about it because they won't tell me what it is. So is the goal then to... And I need to drag him in. ...create a team out of your local game store? I think so,
1: yeah. Players? I think I have the right mix of personalities. It's, it's, it's a good cross-section. You know, you need different talents, and now, I think there it's all is there an
0: infrastructure for that yet, for team play?
1: You don't want to get... Oh, for they've they've had a couple of team tournaments. Um, okay. Okay. I think they're still working on those rules. They're a little weird. Yeah, it, it it doesn't really have team interaction very much. There are unbound rules in which you can have more than one player, like more more than just a one v one on the board. Right, and those aren't great either. But anyway, the, the the point of this is is to try to build each other up, and for that you need you know somebody who knows all the everything, somebody who's good at stuff, somebody who thinks outside the box, somebody who is willing to sit down and grind out a bunch of stuff. Right, like you need a bunch of different types and i think we have those and i'm trying to put it together
0: i think i can motivate these guys i just have to rant enough <laughs> <laughs> well um write some articles and get some people talking start start a flame war somewhere and yeah. uh, call call oh, attention to it uh,
1: part of this whole motivation is because i've been in a few flame wars on the <laughs> on my factions uh, yeah. uh board on the forums
0: i mean that that's usually what gets me fired up I've seen a bunch of other people that are fired up about something my and favorite th- quote is, and then Invariably, people- I think half of them are stupid, and I have to tell the other half. Yeah. You know. Yeah.
1: My favorite quote from myself is, uh, why do people keep trying to make bad things good using bad lists or bad casters? It's like, they're always trying to figure out, like, wh- this thing sucks when you look at it, and it sucks every time I've ever played it, but maybe if I play it with this guy, it'll finally be good. <laughs> Stop doing that. <laughs> like, mm. if you have to bend over backwards
0: in order to make something good, it's not good. <laughs> right. All right, um, for me, uh, for Christmas, I finally got my hands on the Dresden Files, Uh, so I'll be. (laughs) So uh, I've been uh, dipping my toe into those waters. Um, Been a little busy over the holiday weekend. We had a a, a blizzard here locally for a while. Snowmageddon. That uh, the Midwest has a thing where if you get a blizzard, you get snow here. It's it's never enough to actually make it a free day. Like, you don't get to just stay in the house. You, you have to go out, and you have to shovel, and you have to, you know, the kids are now home from school. And so so uh, snow day does not mean relaxing day for me. Like, it used to when I was a kid. I couldn't wait for it. Now, no, thank you. My kid- mom's a middle school teacher. Yeah. They canceled the entire first week of class. Yeah, the uh, I, was, I was thinking, what happened like, with us. So yeah. it was, our, our kids were home for an extra week this this um, this past week christmas vacation they got a bonus week out of it yep and i was ready to, to Te- sell teachers off. teacher's union is pissed
2: <laughs> it's kind of it's kind of like s- snow as a kid it means like oh yeah it's snowing and you just like jump around and go crazy after you look out the window snow as an adult is just you look out the window and you go fuck
3: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, you know, i'm like how am i gonna get to taco bell now <laughs> they didn't pl- they didn't it's plow my
1: bullshit. street out in front of this yeah. house for like three days yeah <laughs> <laughs>
3: Oh, the... Can't get drunk. <laughs> <laughs> hey,
1: hey, uh, one of my, both of my roommates had to work the next day, or no, actually Spencer didn't, but uh, uh, Eric had Eric, a delivery driver, had to go work the nice. next day, and he was like digging himself out, and then he's looking at the whole street which hasn't been plowed, and he's just like, yeah, I managed to uh, avoid,
2: <laughs> I managed to avoid the entire week. Did you? Yeah, so I got kind of lucky. He hid
1: in a cave. He had to go in for Gilly because uh, one of your other coworkers, because his heater turned off, wow. and he had to stay home and keep his. Long. Wife, warm.
2: Thanks for oh, that, God. Mac. <laughs> well, that's not hard to do if you're married. I mean, you can do the darn thing, you know.
3: <laughs>
2: get that dang old.
3: <laughs> get that not getting it get, on.
2: Get that dang old meat stick in the yeah. old. I uh, tell man, you man, what, you get, uh, that, oven. you get that that heat turned Woo. off. All you well, got to do is well. just go in there and do the darn thing. It's like <laughs> ru- like rubbing boy, two
0: twigs together. Boy,
1: I tell you what.
0: <laughs> Woo. Um. So just because, um, just because we had snow days, did not afford my, me more time to read or do anything. I was people got to get their pasta. I was actually no, no, no. I, I, I was. I had a pretty short week. Actually, we wound up closing one of the days I was supposed to work, so it wasn't a big deal. How many days uh, were you guys closed? Just the one day. But um, I was home with my kids most of the time, so we played a whole bunch of games, <laughs> a whole bunch of cabin games, fever, which was fine. But a- after a week. An extra You're not week. Jonesy. <laughs> After an extra week, it's it's uh it's time. Oh wait, for, no, that that's Dreamcatcher. Yeah. I love Dreamcatcher
1: more than any other movie in the whole world. <laughs> S- sorry, Dan. So spread your wings. That's that's yeah. all I got. <laughs> What'd you play? Yeah. Did uh, you play the conventional board games, or were you cracking out the crazy stuff?
0: We 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 got quite a few games. Um, we bought the pr- quite a few games for Christmas. We bought some. Some casual games like a new version of Scattergories and stuff like that. Um, Casuals, but we we got uh, we got a game by Asmodi Games. It was a card game called We Never Played. Tested this. Yes, at the all, game's yeah. awesome. <laughs> Jay, I played that with Jay. You remember that? Yeah, yeah,
3: that game's amazing. And i never just heard the most
0: this. arbitrary. Random it's called We Didn't Play This Playtest
3: at All. And, and it's just, just like cards, awesome. and they just like all throw it in together, and like shit happens. You
0: you roll, you, <laughs> you, you pull, you pull out your hand, and everybody has two cards in their hands, and then you go around and play it, and the cards are like uh, to p- point to a person. They they lose, they're out. You know, yeah, it's like man. random. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Right. It's, like, it's like nothing I've ever played. Oh yeah, and like, like the most meta game ever. And then one of
3: them like, like, like pick up this card. The first person asks you, "What's it say?" They lose. Yeah, and then that, you know, <laughs> oh,
0: y- uh, use this. Army of kittens to defend yourself from any attack from other, any other player. But uh, it never tells
3: you what an attack is. Yeah, you would yeah, hate yeah. this game. <laughs> <You probably laughs> no, would. no,
0: I'd roll with it. If it's sufficiently crazy, I'd yeah, sure roll with it. It was a lot of fun, though. We played that quite a bit. Uh, what else did we play? Um, we played a game called Dixit. <laughs> oh, that's fun. Hey, <laughs> yeah, that's a fun <laughs> I game. I just man. played Dixit. Great name, fun <laughs> game. Which Which was, was... really surprisingly fun. <laughs> yeah. And, and have you have you seen this game, Brian? No, it's a, a it's
1: a party social game yeah. like apples to apples
0: or Cards Against Humanity. <laughs> you get seems like you a, get Duck a hand, Dynasty game to me. You get a hand of cards, and the cards are little pieces of artwork, and uh, they're pretty thought provoking little pieces of artwork. They're actually pretty neat, and the idea is that you, um, if you're the active player, you look at the cards in your hands, and you try to. Um, Come up with a term that describes the card, which can be a word, a feeling, a description, a passage from a poem. You give uh, some kind of a hint. You can do anything something. you want. And then let's say I said Alice in Wonderland. So I put Alice in Wonderland out there, and then you guys look through your hands of cards and find, try to find cards that fit my description. So you try to find the card that most represents Alice in Wonderland out of your hand, and then you play it. We play them all face down. You you shuffle them up, deal them out. Deal them out, face up so that everybody can see them. And then the people who were not the active player, you guys, would try to decide which one was actually my card versus the cards that you guys put in. The 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 scoring system
1: is built so that the active player wants to give... He doesn't get any points if everybody picks his thing. Right. He gets some points if at least one person picks his thing. And then everybody else gets points for if, if, if other people pick their thing. Yeah. So pretty neat. He wants to give a halfway hint and then people want to try to match it as closely as possible. And then you want to yeah. try to guess the best one. Yeah,
0: okay. cool. It's so cool. Uh, and I think we'll do uh, I think we'll be doing some little mini game reviews and whatnot on some of this stuff because I got a lot of cool games this year. They were actually pretty fun. It's an int- the,
1: the weirdest thing to me about Dixit is how the active player needs to strike as hard as he can for the middle of the road. You don't want you, you don't want too many people picking you because everyone who picks you gains as many
0: points as you do. Or if you can single out one specific person with yeah, your hint, they're going to get that. Yeah. If you can make a reference for one specific person that other people are going to be completely lost on, uh, it's also a, a viable strategy. I,
1: when when I was playing last night when was my first time. Somebody played a card and said Panyo, and it turned out that they were speaking to one person, and it was it, it was supposed to go Panyo is a Mirazaki movie and this other Mirazaki movie is Howl's Moving Castle and it's a house with legs. Nice. what was the picture. Like, <laughs> and they were supposed to like do that jump and it was the other person who would know did, what, did what, what Ponyo is, that it's a Miyazaki movie, and have seen Howl's Moving Castle. Did it no, work? No, everybody got it. Oh. But, <laughs> <laughs> but, but she thought that it was just this one thing that was going to happen. Right. I do, Dan, I have a game update. Okay, what's that? I played
3: Munchkin. Yeah, during how snow <laughs>
0: How'd it go for you, man?
3: <laughs> what a fucking shitty game.
0: <laughs> uh, now, yeah, uh, was it because of the mechanics that you don't? Oh, like they made it? me
1: play twice, <laughs> drinking that <out of> Haterade.
0: <laughs> it wasn't and of me- I
3: could go nowhere because I was snowed in. I couldn't escape <laughs> Munchkin. It was what everyone was doing. I was, got so mad. I, okay. This is how f- stupid this game is. Whenever you try to play a game like that, and then you go, well, no, this is the rules. And there's like either A, you have people who are like, well, whatever the rules. And then the other ones. I'll a, punch you. Or like.
1: I'll hit somebody if says
3: that. Or or they're like, they like do this. And I'm like, well, I don't know. Is it in the rules? And I pick up the rule book and they're all like. They're all like. Ah, yeah, that's That's not not a bad game. Yep, yep, and then uh, and the game is so goddamn retarded because (laughs) okay, I was playing with another person. I'm not going to mention any names, but it made me so mad that because I made the right play to benefit me, it pissed that person off so much that whenever it came to me. Not winning, but just trying to advance in the game. They would throw every fucking thing in their hand just to stop me because I played the right way. Welcome to Munchkin. <laughs> no, it's fucking stupid. It's a- and then just let the other person win because they were mad at me because I took away their creature when it was going to help me more to win. And I wasn't screwing them over. Like, I wasn't trying to screw them over. Like, okay. Okay. Let me set you still a scenario for you. <laughs> I okay, understand so, the scenario. Somebody, it's a cutthroat game. Somebody plays like a level eighteen creature, right? Right. And has all these things to beat it, and they're like only at level four, and they're trying to beat this level eighteen to like go up to level six. But I have a guy sitting next to that person. Who's at level nine and is going to win the game next turn? If he easily flips over a level one or two monster, nothing we can do to stop him. Right. I have a card that switches the monster in front of this person to anybody I choose. So I switch the monster that she's I switch the monster that he or she might be fighting and switch it to that person. and then I know I have enough cards in my hand to make it so they can't beat that guy, and then they have to either run away or die. Right, But they got so fucking pissed that I moved away their 18 creature so they can go to level 6 instead of level 4 that they just, instead of helping me stop the person to win, just expended everything <laughs> on me just so I get could fuck,
1: get fucked over.
3: Did, Some, is this...
2: Uh, that's funny. Some people just don't think about games that way.
1: That's yeah, the way yeah. it is. Then why play? <laughs> I have a friend who regularly hosts a board game night, and the only person, the only time any of my friends have ever seen this guy get really pissed off was when somebody did that to him. They just crapped all over him the first opportunity they could. It was Twilight Imperium. They just crapped all over him the first opportunity oh, yeah. they could. He spent the rest of the game just trying to kind of play, but they kept crapping all over him, and eventually it turned into like a screaming fight.
2: <laughs> I want to do uh, <laughs> I want to do a study or like a tour across like the nation with diplomacy and okay. just do a huge for Christmas, social experiment with for it. For
1: Christmas, I got my sister, yeah. Cards Against Humanity, yeah. and I got my mom, Diplomacy. Ooh, I was I was going to try to was see how many fu- with the family. if we didn't end up playing it. I okay. told I told my mom I was like because she teaches soul studies and she teaches through World War 1. I, I was like this yeah. is a World War 1 simulation, but it's also called <laughs> How to Lose Friends and Alienate People <laughs> or
2: <laughs> Paranoia the game. Like I took it to uh I took it to my girlfriend's like family over the holidays and just kind of let it sit there. And I talked to them about it and they got a little interested in it and I was like We don't have to play it. Like I'm just telling you right now, it's just if we do, it's just going to be us trying it out. And it got me. It got me to thinking. Like diplomacy could be used to do such crazy like stuff. With they made me play in high school. Different groups of people. Like it's not—it's not a game. Like it, <laughs> it, it, it should—it should come with a picture of DMX on the cover and just saying, like, this is not a game. Cause that's what diplomacy is. No, I know. Yeah, you will learn things about the dark corners right. of your friends. Yeah, like, no shit. It's also—it's also one of those day games where you have to like plan it. Like every once right. in a while, yeah. Brian and I and like Mac yeah. and a couple of our buddies will, whenever people are in town, will be like diplomacy. We gotta plan this out, and it'll be like so <laughs> yeah. deadly serious. When I, we're I had some it friends out. that used to play it online, and yeah. they they would get like one turn a day
1: or whatever, and they'd spend all day, <laughs> right, like on their phones with the other guys, like
2: talking out what was gonna happen. It's a stuff. crazy game, but it's like ninety nine. It's Not a game. Yeah, it's not. It's not a game. <laughs> it's a social experience. There, there I go. Like ninety nine percent of the game. It's is a game just that has like social... four rules,
1: and the yeah. entire yeah. rest yeah. of it is thirty minute turns of right. you guys just treachery eyeballing, eyeballing people just and.
2: just social mechanics of yeah. stabbing people but in the back. I, it got me to thinking when i brought it over there over the holidays that with different groups of people who have different ways of thinking about games and like strategy and stuff like that and how socially they think about games diplomacy could be like a freaking landmine like <laughs> no in shit. the in the room because they made really, me play it in honors u.s history it was yeah. bad it got dark yeah. Like <laughs> if you could you could really wind up like offending somebody, I think, if you take it into a different group who's not minded to or who's not acclimated who, who to who can't compartmentalize the game right, away right, from the to, relationships. Yeah. Yeah. Stuff like
1: that. Yep. So I I, I, I once played a game yeah. of diplomacy completely straight edge. Never made agreements, never went back on it like as a protest. You know what happened to me? You got, I got screwed <laughs> all over. That's what you oh, do me. generally. Yeah. He's generally a ch- He he has a moral uh, inhibition against stabbing people in the fucking back. Huh? Bass? <laughs>
3: oh, dude. Huh? <laughs> I don't stab people in the <laughs> back in, in diplomacy after.
2: I honestly think it's. I got so mad at Eric one time. <laughs> no, I know. It might be. I, I think it might be because when I play diplomacy, I'm good at like. Well, Eric will just yell at you. I, I'm good at kind of. No, mm-hmm. Eric screwed me. <laughs> not react i'm good at not reacting to when things happen wrong or like don't happen how i wanted them to and when i realized that somebody else just just also realized that
0: i kind of screwed them over
3: i only betray people when it's most hilarious like when we played imperious rex the other day
1: that was so weird
0: <laughs> that game sucks that went all kind of crazy uh so <laughs> <laughs> here we are recording it again yep. to get past brian's comment that's correct <laughs> <laughs> So uh, I had another little thing that I wanted to do. So we're going to go ahead and take another quick break and come right back. So uh, what I wanted to do was uh, put put it out there with some put New out. Year's New Year's I Just want to hang them out. I just <laughs> want to just lay them on the line. Yeah. They, you know. Just kind of I, I want to do something. Whip this out. All right. So we're we're brand new in 2014 here. We want to um, I wanted to put some New Year's resolutions out there. I want you guys to do one uh, individual geeky New Year's resolution and then something maybe put forth a goal you'd like to see for the podcast, and I'll do the same. Steve, how about you? Oh, dang. I uh, want this one. Hang
1: on. Okay, I want great. this one. Okay. Mac, what about you? All
0: right. Who? Who? Because this is how this goes. See, in, in
1: What's on Our Horizon, we talked about board games, card games, and tabletop miniatures games. Now, you had your stuff. You right. know, you're always on topic. My resolution is to run something like it's it's been a long time and the last time i tried didn't turn out so well i haven't even played anything for a long time there's a campaign group that's opening up i've been talking to some of my friends who are different campaign groups about maybe getting them together because it would finally allow some of these dms to play in actual games right i want to try to run it online because i i really like some of the stuff that i've been seeing with uh, some homebrew systems i like using real information like i've been seeing in the secret world right so I, i and it, I think it makes it more flexible if we can sit in front of our computers, have people have access to the internet, have them have their phones that they want to have their phones, right. and try to build something that way. So I'm trying to work on a story that people can role play while sitting in front of a computer, and we're going to run it through like Skype or something. And
0: well, maybe we can uh, brainstorm that on the podcast.
1: Or yeah, that could be fun. Might be. Though, a, might be. I good. mean, some of you guys might play in it.
0: Oh well might be i mean just the basic ideas yeah yeah all right might right. be a might be a
1: fun exercise mechanics would be a good one to roll what uh all
0: right mechanics yeah so you want to run some damn games i need to run something and so how about the podcast what would you like to do for the any podcast any we roles? need to do a let's play okay fair enough
1: i mean uh, we, we talk a we talk a hot game but uh, yeah, we
0: still haven't been able to put the time together to do it yeah okay brian how about you
1: my New Year's resolution?
3: Yeah,
0: just something your geeky New Year's resolution.
3: Man, I'd really like don't want to like beat the dead horse, but I would like to like top eight a like a card tournament or something like that. Okay, you know, so like,
0: you want to chase down the horse you're you're trying to break right now. I mean, now. that's just what's on my brain right now. I mean, you got the yeah. whole
3: gear. I mean, but it's what I'm doing i don't know we can uh, it's we, like a whole year man yeah. <laughs> calendar that's like back man it's like uh, more than 10 months i want to run a pre-made module this year okay all the way through Rise of the Rune lords, all of it
0: okay that's so fair mine, enough yeah. you want to take something that is Didn't oh, make that's a what you want to do completely, completely pre-fab. Didn't they make a board game or
1: card game thing of that yeah it's yeah. like a board card game.
3: So you
0: want to take something completely pre- prefab and actually put it on a table and and maybe run I mean if it. that's
3: what Steve wants to do, Steve can do it, and I'll just
0: play in it. All right. Yeah.
1: I think I've actually played the first book of Rise of the Ringlords. So what about the podcast? Yeah. What do you got? Podcast. You? Yeah. Uh, nudie calendar. <laughs> um, All pictures of Mac. All right. Yeah. <laughs> All right. All right. Um, uh, we don't have to do a photo shoot or anything. I got him on. My computer. Yeah.
2: <laughs> you got him ready to go. Yeah. yeah. I'll Facebook friend you. Yeah. Get, get with me after oh, there are my photos. Seriously, get with me after this, though.
3: Um, but for anyway. real, I'd like to I have, diabetic. I don't know, uh, I guess consistency.
0: Yeah.
3: If we can just like, be out Too there. Too super?
1: You want it thicker or...
3: No, I want like 2014 to be the year we like break through because like we're gonna like hopefully have more content, be able to be more reliable. Well, you know be... this is
1: the year Marty McFly went to. We're gonna exactly have to... <laughs> right,
3: be more reliable, and then on top of that, uh, me and someone else have it. I know Back in the Future, Marty.
1: I... Nope, it's 2014. 2014. Yep, it's the year he went into the future. Nope. What is it? 2015.
2: I don't fucking care. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> well, just, all I, all we learned from that is that hoverboards don't work on water unless you have power. <laughs> and that so is deadly serious. What Brian, what are you doing? I'm deadly water. serious about I'll that. Unless you
0: have power. You want us to get more... Uh, I want more eyes consistent. and ears on our... And you
3: want a bigger audience. I want a bigger audience so that when I have something I've been brewing with another person... That uh, yeah. should be really big and really cool and really fun. Uh, we've been putting a lot of work towards it lately, and it's going to really call upon you as the listeners, the community, really, to uh, give me some feedback and enjoy it. And I think you guys will really like it. And then, like, if you give us some feedback, we're really flexible with it, and we're gonna it's going to be a really unique cool thing where you guys are going to be definitely involved in the pro like listeners are definitely going to be involved in the process the whole way through. Very cool. So if we can, you know, get people, the more people looking at it and getting involved, the more I'm going to be. So
0: you want to build the community so that you can take advantage of it. Yeah, I I mean... Hey, you know what? That's why I started this thing. That's the reason I wanted to do it. I'd like us to be the Oprah of podcasts. (laughs) 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 All
1: right, everyone who's listening... Dan has already already started the O Network, and uh, Brian here wants to start O Magazine, and Steve's (laughs) going to start a book club. Yeah. (laughs) Okay, everyone listening to this podcast right now, reach under the seats
4: that you're sitting here
3: right now. (laughs) Unless you're driving. All right. Don't do it if you're driving. Who's got the keys? (laughs) Those are mine. Please return. Them.
0: <laughs> <laughs> you found my keys. <laughs> Give them back. Uh, all right, Steve. How about you?
2: Uh, a little, lo- a little bit of the same. Like I've uh, been getting. Like I said earlier, I was you know looking at the sort of prefab module areas of tabletop role play, right. like you know with the Undermountain and stuff like that, and uh,
3: and moose Guard.
2: Yeah, mouse guard. This <laughs> and this year, I want. I do also want to. Uh, our our group is. I'm gonna show them mouse guard soon, like this week, and then okay. after a little bit, um, I want us. I want like everybody to kind of like, get with me on what modules they think look the funnest, and just like yeah, like Bass said, our just run like Brian said, uh. Run! Try and run one of the adventure paths all the way through,
3: like all the way through. Yeah,
0: okay. I've uh, the the guys at Metagamers Anonymous loved the um, Pathfinder. We Rise played, of the Rune Lords. Brian and I Some played of those, uh, War War of the Burning Skies.
2: Yeah, we, Brian and I, the one that we play, we played like two books worth of Rise of the Rune Lords, which is the original one, the right. first adventure path they did. Now they've
3: like, and a we loved it.
0: Sick hardcover yeah like the whole thing they have the whole thing on a hardcover nice book.
3: it's like a 120 twenty dollar book or something yeah. all right
0: so you also want to run through some prefab yeah, stuff i, I think just...
2: this year i want to try and get into more just like variety or uh prefab like starter books and stuff like that because when i uh got playing those starter books with uh paranoia and uh right shadow run I thought it was kind of cool like just to sample stuff and they like, have, try stuff out. They have drive to them. You can really get through them. Right. You know? It's it's more of a uh, I feel like I'm like learning more as I go, I guess, about, you know, just tabletop gaming and different RPGs and right. stuff like that when I'm using prefab material because then I can think more about stuff in a way where I'm not the thing was, it, it both frees you up to concentrate you, you know what I, on yeah, not yeah, the things yeah. that they already do, and also shows you
1: examples of how to do something. The thing with right.
3: prefab stuff that I can really like see being good is like, okay, no offense to anybody who runs any games, because it's all towards me, is like, at some point in time in some of these games, you get like kind of bored of it, you R- know? Writer's there's, like, block or something? Yeah, there's Basically, like there's like yeah. not there's not much going on, and then, like maybe players are getting tired of their characters and like. It's just kind of like, okay, like the idea of what the campaign has already happened. Well, I think that kind of fits in. Like, we get it. And then
0: maybe, like, uh, uh, the idea of game death. I mean, that just kind of happens. Yeah, but it's hard to,
3: like, tell the guy who's running it and be like, hey, man, is it cool if I run something after this? You know what? And then you put, like, the timer on it. I feel like
0: it's, like, the opposite for me. I feel like the GM gets tired of a game before the oh, players. Oh, dude, I, I definitely <laughs> do. Because yeah. you've already done all the legwork. You've yeah, thought exactly. about it, you've That's, kind of brainstormed it, and now they're just now experiencing it. And meanwhile, but in all the you're doing is you you never stuff? get to the
1: end of the thing that you worked on right. forever, that
0: yeah. would suck. And the prefab stuff, it's like reading the next book. So That's, you're like, yeah, yeah. oh, I wonder
3: what happens next if they do this. That's you know? the
2: main reason why I want to try a lot of that stuff this sure. year because uh, Brian said in a previous episode we did that in games, the GM should know everything, and the player should know nothing. And I feel like uh,
0: no, nah, he he just said that he's had the most fun in the past, whether that was the situation. Where yeah, yeah you're right. But bringing I, in bringing yeah, in new ask characters me. and I'm whatnot. Sitting right here. <laughs> oh, yeah. I feel like uh,
2: that. <laughs> I know doing, doing precept stuff changes that, you know. So yeah. And as far as the podcast, kind of the same also. But I feel like I, I've never at any point, like when we've been doing this, had have felt like I need any approval from like strangers or anything like that no, no. to do the show. But it <sighs> it's... Uh, Steve doesn't even know other people exist. <laughs> <laughs> to me, it's more like I just want to like share ideas. Yeah. And I think we do 50% of it, we kind of do for us, I guess. And yeah. the other 50% we do for the listeners. But I want to know, I want feedback from the listeners so like the idea loop
0: comes around you know can, ah, like, so they kick back up, to us feed us some ideas too right so, I, I mean yeah, it's a good point most of our emails have been asking for advice yeah maybe if the listeners happen to have an idea that we didn't cover when giving some advice or if they have a rebuttal to something that we said or a right. different method of going about it because we're just a, a panel of dudes that have been playing games for a long time. Yeah, it's just the the main you know? thing. So yeah, I, I would agree with nothing. that. <laughs> but I'd say some of that is going to going to kind of dovetail into into mine, but go ahead and finish.
2: The main thing is that you know, I just think that if we can put enough stuff out there to make somebody think to do stuff on their own and then maybe take stuff from what they're doing and kick it back to us yeah it's just like a cycle of a ideas rewarding. you know it's not about i mean i i've never at any point been like well do the people care about what we're saying or anything right. like that i don't really care about that as long as just what we're saying and what we're talking about gets out there because it's like we're gonna sit down and we're going to have these conversations anyway. anyway. Yeah. Like, this is what we do. We're going to make this right. podcast even that's if kind, no even, even it's kind of how like we started having a podcast. <laughs> yeah. It's because we it's had totally all these works. conversations right. all the time that mean, anyway? That's kind of like how a lot of podcasts start, yeah. I think. But.
0: So, all right. Well, yeah. I, I agree with everything everybody said. Also,
1: Steve's going to grow out of Fu Manchu. <laughs> all right. And
0: Steve's, oh, wait.
3: For 2014, everybody should make dinner for all of us once. <laughs>
0: Starting we, with Dan, I make a table. <laughs> what you mean around the table? Yeah. Like I got to make you guys dinner. Got to bring dinner I'm, once. I'm Jesus making some. Uh,
2: I'm making some custom GM screens right now. That's nice. kind of like a New Year's. I'll make a wonderful salmon I mean, fillet. I will Go not get eat it, it in the
0: kitchen. It's already been there for a couple hours. Yeah. <laughs> um, for, for me personally, I um, I have some creative some creative projects that I need to get started on. Uh, I have a, a writing project I'm, I, I want to work on. What? I have. You're writing a book, huh? Uh, I have a. <laughs> a I have a uh, yeah, another got concept. some uh, magic characters. A, yeah, got some, uh, a, a kind right of a, a gaming supplement nice type of a situation and, uh. that uh, I, I want to work with, and I have a couple of other games themselves that I want to work with. Jeez, um, so some not
1: you, Captain Creative. S-
0: well, I want to find time to do that. Yeah. Now I say that, but on the other side of that coin is for the podcast. I I want the podcast to be more regular. As far yeah. as when it's posted, I agree with Brian. take some fiber. I would like to get uh, I'd like to get uh, some more listeners and more involvement. Let's just see how many other shows we can get on the network <laughs> yeah, um, yeah, that for?
2: until it just becomes like totally arbitrary and nobody <laughs> knows what's going.
0: <laughs> well, on. <laughs> well, that's actually what happened. That's why I started this little network is because rpgpodcast.com that's actually a network, and we're kind of part of that, like but it's so massive. That like you can't download the feed. Like it's it's become just that's where RPG podcasts go. It's not really a network. It's more of a hub than anything. Right. So uh, the the network that I'm working with is just trying to create an organic little community from all of the other little villages that are these podcasts that are that are involved with us, uh, just to kind of help get the word around and cross pollinate and and just create a little a little community that that. That the the podcast can can support.
1: Would you tell us more about your flower? I can't yeah. do it. <laughs> the
0: other the other thing um, that I want to, that is going to happen very soon will be the po- the forums are going to come back up. We're going to get the forums back up. We're going to get some activity on there. Jeez, <laughs> well, it's been down for about three back months. Two thousand eight. <laughs> Crack open that tomb. It's yeah. been <laughs> down for about three months. Well, it,
1: <laughs> like a little cartoon ghost. Somebody's place. been trapped and logged into it this entire time.
2: <laughs> it's Dom. <dumb.
4: laughs> it's it's Dom. Like, nobody talk world, about World of Warcraft like, down here it's, anymore. It's
2: like the Phantom Zone yeah. for our podcast. It is. I, I just made it completely disappear from the website for a
0: while, actually. People it's are trapped gone. in like little triangles like you,
1: know, you know it's just going to be us and the metagamers guys and the backwards compatible yeah. guys hazing the shit out of yeah. each other. Well,
0: the, the idea will be that with more people on the network, we'll be able to have events where we can do some forum events and whatnot, and, and hopefully, kind of let that be the place where we we congregate. As far as you know, the quickest and easiest way to get a hold of us, you know, might be the forum. Maybe not. If it she doesn't g- work, I'll just pull it down again. It doesn't matter. We should we'll give uh, it a shot, though. Uh.
2: I'll give it two. Maybe yeah. do uh, some like Twitter stuff. Maybe yeah. Absolutely. Maybe you should do some Twitter stuff, Steve. Yeah. Start being the tweet machine. Maybe we should. Maybe we should just give out all our phone numbers and personal <laughs> yeah. information on yeah. the next podcast.
1: Um, I'm, I'm already doing a calendar. What
3: do you <laughs> want? <laughs> yeah. How many more? Per, much more personal. You want? Now wait. For...
2: What level of
3: crime do you think we could get away with with our carpe Gm personality fame?
1: <laughs> that's no, no oh, idea. that's a good one. That's a good one. <laughs> And how can we? I'd like to that? make an entire scale and start putting people on like, it. Yeah. Possibly, <laughs>
0: possibly jaywalking. Like maybe <laughs> if you find if you happen. Wait, wait! To get pulled I'm late o- to the
1: Carpe GM <laughs> gamecast. <laughs> <Right>. Move along, <laughs> <laughs> sir. If, if you, oh, pardon me. <laughs> carry on. <laughs> if you happen to get pulled over by the uh, <laughs> right. the yeah. highway yeah. patrol officer <clears throat> who played a lot of D and D in college, like, he's like, I'm like.
0: Have you ever He's like, "You know how fast What's all that stuff in your car?" <laughs> "I record a podcast, officer." <laughs> "Oh yeah? What's it about?" <laughs> "Tabletop role-playing games." "And cocaine." "Carry on." <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And, yeah. "And cocaine." <laughs> <laughs> It's Don't not about cocaine. Me? That's just
1: that's just how we get through the day. Yes, I, I, I think
0: at best we got jaywalking, maybe, and probably just because. What about minor theft? Because nobody gets out of Because t- right, nobody,
1: nobody gets ticketed for jaywalking.
3: What if you were like in a gas station and you like grabbed a piece of like like a candy? Shoplifting. Yeah, and you were like, they're like, you gonna pay for that? I'm like, no, I was no. Carpe
1: GM and just throw the wrapper and walk out the door. Throw the business
3: card now. Sign it.
1: Call it friend. your personal information.
2: I don't think podcasts do any of this for anyone. It's not like being on TV or anything.
3: So, yeah, I would like to upgrade this year from jaywalking to shoplifting under $50.
1: My New Year's resolution is to get us Carpe GM business cards. Yep. Hey, we've already done that. I got those. Did you? I gave a lot of oh. them out. Oh, yeah, when you went to. A, yeah, yeah. yeah. Maybe do like another round of those. Cause yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely.
0: There have been times. T shirt. My. Uh, I'm I'm working on it. Uh, I'm working been.
3: on a web store. A t-shirt, we can... a hat, bumper stickers, um, a t- a jelly beans, t- and um, possibly a Bass Pro Shop. A Bass Pro Shop. <laughs>
2: a, a a tea cozy. Oh, I mean, if Duck a, Dynasty A beer can do cozy. It. Like oh. Carpe GM Bass Pro Shop. Oh, uh, <laughs> we should be like Duck Dynasty. <clears throat> no, <laughs> no, like, no, <laughs> we like, shouldn't. We Carpe GM get... beef jerky and like Carpe <laughs> GM toothbrushes. They have slippers of like Max head that you put your foot in. Like the bottom,
1: <laughs> we all just grow beards for no reason. <laughs> Carpe <laughs> GM shit, Dan Whittled. <laughs> like, <laughs> it's a how to book. It, yeah. Nope, it's <laughs> shit. Dan Whittled. It's just a picture book. <laughs> it's like it's like a, it's like a grab box of random stuff. Oh, that it's just <laughs> like sticks carved into basically spears every time. <laughs> yeah,
0: it's, just, <laughs> it's, always, like, it's always a spear. It's always like a like, bear head. It's yeah. always like. Yeah. Check it out. No bark. <laughs> 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 right. We could
3: get little D20s with fish symbols on the 20s. I'll
0: look into it. Yeah, yeah the dice thing that's I your brought dream up a long true. time ago. Yeah. Why? Because you're the sea bass. I am, and that is awesome. So, Dan, you should do that. I'll look into it. Um, the other thing uh, that I want to do Becoming is... Also panties. I want to get to Gen Con this year. I'm going. I already got my room. I'm pretty there. sure Gen Con yeah. this year is going to be the place to be. I, I'm pretty sure this is where Dungeons & Dragons is going to get released. By all accounts, this new edition of Dungeons & Dragons <laughs> is going to be released this year. Good. Um, so I can be in other lines while all the fat <laughs> nerds are in that line. Just, well, if we're going to do
2: that, we're definitely going to need cards and shirts. At least. That's where the hubbub is going to come in.
0: Yeah, so uh, We should all go hub- together. We really hub- want to make hub- this hub- work. Hub- now, yes, the, hub- other, hub- the other hub- side of this coin is I've been talking to a couple, couple other people. Cheating on us? No, a couple other people that are interested in helping produce the audio for the show. Oh, like sound effects? No. Like, uh, are we getting, like are Johnny, we get,
3: put in a thundercloud. Are we here. getting
0: Are we getting a gaffer? It would be an editor. It would be a, a, a producer, maybe, or an editor.
3: Uh, first grip. Sounds like a
0: giraffe. Um, They're willing to help out with the editing of the show, which is my biggest hang-up because I'm the second busiest man on the planet. Is that just because it had a G and Fs in it?
4: Isn't <laughs> it? And I just had a picture of a giraffe at a computer. Like, <laughs>
3: I have no idea what I'm doing. <laughs> I, don't, I don't really know
4: what I'm doing.
0: <laughs> so we'll be working on that. And you're, you're going to find, I'm going to try to put weekly content out on the feed, utilizing another little sub show, if you will, that we'll announce, uh, we'll announce shortly. So when you see something weird on the feed, check There's it
3: something out. something else I was thinking of. Two
1: things, but this might
3: be you can 't the remember the thing. first one I remember both things now all right, all right
0: well
1: let 's go ahead and let 's go ahead and call it. The guys from okay. metagamers really enjoyed the blank around the table once go
2: the guy Okay, i 'm sorry what, are we what? The
1: guy, he, earlier on, Dan said the guys from metagamers really enjoyed the, and then he trailed off for a while while I was trying to remember what, and I had about twelve things go through my head. <laughs> I so remember what the, the table was, it was uh, you, you did remember you did sky. say it, Don't but in the, meantime, like in the meantime <laughs> in the meantime. <laughs> I had a bunch of things go through my head, and I wondered what the rest of the table has.
0: All right. What do you got, Steve? The,
1: the right. guys from Metagamers really enjoyed the... Bumpers and plugs
2: we sent them? Bumpers <laughs> and
1: plugs. <laughs> 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 just keep
2: just going. Brian, no! the guys from Metagamers
1: really enjoyed the, the... The
3: giraffe computer technician. The giraffe
1: computer technician. Dan, the guys from Metagamers really enjoyed the... Banana. <laughs> that was good. I'm not doing mine. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Thanks, guys. And with that, we'll call it. This has been the GM Gamecast. I'm Dan. I'm Rachel Steve. <laughs> Rachel Steve. <laughs> Rachel Steve.
1: <laughs> um, I'm Brian.
3: I, I, I can't think of one. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I'm Mac. I thought of one. <laughs> And remember,
0: support the hobby, support the industry, support your local game store, and support Asmati Games.
1: The Carpe GM Gamecast is presented under Creative Commons Attribution Non-Commercial No Derivatives License Version 3.0. To contact us with questions, comments, and other feedback, please send your emails to dan at carpegm.net. We'd love to hear from you. You can also find us on Facebook or follow us on Twitter at carpe underscore gm. Thanks for listening.
0: Hey everybody, thanks for listening. The interstitial music for this episode was Missing Pages by Connival Road, an awesome band right here out of St. Louis, right right out of my hometown here. Uh, be sure to uh, check out the show notes. You can find out where to get a hold of them, how to find more of their music, how to purchase their music, and how to let them know you heard about them on the Diem Gamecast. Uh, so here they are, without further ado, Missing Pages by Connival Road in its entirety. Enjoy. <coughs>
4: On my skin, I take your lies on the chin for some odd reason I assumed you fight